Well, good evening, everyone. This is Dark Dracula, episode 688 of the Sith Hall of News. Uh, joined on the call by Randy and Urban Shmee. Uh, we are uh, going to be talking about uh, Gen Con and the championship, uh, like the results. Um, also, uh, you know, other games that uh, took place. Um, and... Uh, so yeah, we have a lot lot to go over because we had games every day that weekend, um, and uh, oh, I've got a uh, Urban Jedi and Gandalf in here as well. So um, how's everyone doing tonight? I'm good. Okay, awesome. Uh, it's kind of like my way of checking, make sure uh, people can actually hear me. So sometimes I, I I start the show and I I don't really know if my microphone is actually working or not. <laughs> so usually usually people are usually people are like, is Brian here? Is what's going on? <laughs> so cool. Sounds like everything is 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 working good. Um, so yeah, um, we had a a pretty pretty fun of fun weekend of uh full events uh actually we were allowed to expand the numbers for the championship uh so that we were able to have extra table space and include like um well, three other players um so we got our number up to 11 which was great um and uh so i don't know do you just want to go like kind of um go down the line with the like by day or i don't know how you guys want to how you want to do it but um yeah yeah we'll do that okay um i think if i can remember anything so uh, um on thursday we had the 225 faction pure um And I don't actually recall who won this event. I know I did quite poorly. Um, I was playing a New Republic squad with Callista, 100 Point Luke, and Jaina. And um, you could tell I never really played with Callista before, as I forgot that. It had to be within range six uh, twice out of the three games. Do you remember who won this one, Brian? You were there, right? Uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm. I'm. How wasn't it? Was it? It was one of the Wisconsin guys, right? Um. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember what they were playing. Um, uh, was it like a like a separatist squad or something? Or um, uh, oh, I, no, that's the one that I believe drew one with his uh, Mantis crew, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yep, I remember. Yep, I, I and I did play him. Yeah. It was a really, really tough team. Um, <clears throat> I ran, uh, I ran a first order uh, squad. 
all Imperials with uh, Imperial Knights or the uh, Knights of Ren and whatnot, and and uh, it was fun, but kind of uh, you know they got their little weak spots, so like doors and <laughs> and not having shield, not having shields when they're not activated, and, you know stuff like that. Um, so, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, that was a that was pretty tough. Um, what were you playing, Randy? The faction pure. Okay, here, Randy. Uh, I was playing. Uh, I was playing Death Troopers and Krennic. Oh yeah. Yep. And we 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 played each other, didn't we? Or. Well, maybe we didn't. There was like eight players, I, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, was eight I, I remember I played through uh, Manus Crew Squad. Um, but I, I don't really have a recollection of my other games. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, uh, it, and I think what especially kind of made it really powerful was he used uh, he used Crix Medin, um, the Spec Force uh, commander. Um, so that was, <clears throat> um, where was he getting off that? I forget now. Like a tactician, and uh... they got disruptive off of it, and he got some tactician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you got to set up kind of uh, tricks, you know, uh, forward positioning to kind of control the middle of the board if you wanted to. Uh, he also got some benefits for, he was running some spec force, so kind of combined Mantis crew and spec force. Really pretty. Pretty cool squad. Yeah. Um the yeah, the disruptive was uh was pretty tough. Um and of course, you know, he he was able to win a lot of the initiatives and things. So you know, on top of having uh you know Marin and Calcastus and uh Greece and all that the you know that mantis crew and you could tell he um he knew he knew how to he knew what he was doing with it so he you know he did exceptionally well and it was it was really cool seeing those uh wisconsin guys there um you know it was like their first time out at gen con uh you know i played them up in janesville um and in chicago well one time then they came down to chicago to the regional but um it was really it was really awesome awesome seeing them show up at gym con and uh and they did really well for their like their first um convention you know so yeah um do, do we even remember who came in second for that or it was I sure don't. <laughs> yeah. I just know I was uh, kind of uh, bringing up the rear with, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's 
some some poor play mistakes and I think I only got to bring somebody back to life one time out of three games and if I could have done it in the other two games I might have been able to, you know, do better. Right. Yeah, it was it was kind of a it was an interesting little format. Um and you know maybe maybe something we'll try again i think um but uh yeah um and part of it is that you know an explanation is for for gen con specifically um you know and in theory VassalCon as well but you know people used to always complain oh all these 200 point formats are just you know people can play their gen con squad or their backup gen con squad and you know Maybe I wanted to play more of a a fun squad, or maybe a you know maybe a theme squad. You want to play your Tuscan Raiders, or you know something that you know may not quite be top level competitive, but still you want to you know give it some table time. And you know people never knew sort of what power level to bring for for some of these events. Uh, so we in the past few years have kind of tried to change it and make it be you know an alternate point level or a faction pure or watsy only just something a little bit different so we don't just see well there's my championship squad and there's my backup championship squad and there's my you know third string championship squad right at some of these smaller events that are meant to be a little more fun and lighthearted and uh, kind of that direction. Yeah, and that was on Thursday, that was like Thursday day. um, Yeah. and And then of course, you know, we all went off and did our thing other things um the rest of that day but uh then on uh friday uh we had another event yep the escalation uh gen con version where you started with a squad and you know instead of kind of upgrading characters you just added characters uh you could add up to three characters uh for a total of 50 points um, you can use as many or, or as few of those points as you wanted to try to maybe build up and, and big a, bring a bigger character later. I actually did not play in this event because I was going to go hang out, and I did play in another event uh, with Jake Schuler. So I, uh, uh, Narcon, I had asked... Uh, we were talking about it on Thursday, and he's like, man, i kind of like to play, uh, you know, especially in some of the later rounds of that event. And I said, well, you know, if you want my ticket, you can have it, because I need to go do, uh, you know, I was going to have to leave after a couple rounds, uh, since I didn't think it was going to be over. So I just gave him my ticket, and hopefully he had fun, and I don't know who won. I don't really know anything about the event, so hopefully you and... Uh, Randy and Laura can can fill us in. Um, 
I won my first round game and then did very badly after that. And then I wound up leaving during the last round um, because I wasn't doing well. So Randy should have the final results of that. Um, well, that that was a couple of days ago. Um. <laughs> so in my first game, I was up against Logan, I think it was, and uh, he had he had Talon Card and Cad Bane. It was Talon Card, Cad Bane, and. Uh, Toto 360. Like there was something else, but um, Assassin for Ire with uh, Talon was um, pretty rough for my Jawas to overcome in in 100. Overall, I think my best play of the weekend happened during the Escalation tournament. I was playing against uh, Nerd Slayer. And we were at 200 points. He was playing Republic Commandos, and I was playing Majawas. So I had Stealth and Accurate. He had Super Stealth. I was up on him by, like, two activations. And we were playing on Feed Palace. And he was he was coming in the the side that's got the room before you get into the Gambit room. So he was slowed down a little bit. But he picked off a couple of my a uh, couple of my activations early, so I I rushed all my Jawas into the Gambit room and spread out as much as I could, and I, I made this big mess. And um, he won initiative, and he continued with with his target, doing what he was setting out to do. And I think he killed one of my warlords. And he said, "Okay." It's it's your turn. And what he had failed to realize is I had set up a clean shot on Bakara with no cover. Um, and I rolled and I crit and did 40 damage to Bakara and just took him off the map. So which, allowed me to, which allowed me to then start on uh, Scorch to take away their shields. And we fought it back and forth, and um, it came down to, on the last round, he had Boss and R2 left, and I had three Jawas. He he won initiative, and Boss crit the clan leader and killed him, which he would have needed to hit him twice to to kill him otherwise. And then that gave him another shot to to kill another one of my other Jawas. So the only thing that I could do was run up and shoot R2 and kill R2. And then when we totaled up the point, it was like 147 to 150. Wow. Um, had he not crit on the clan leader... We we kind of sit there and did the math and the hypothetical minis, and if he did not crit on the clan leader, it would have gone the other way. I could have killed both of his pieces. I could have potentially killed both of his pieces before they went. 
So it uh, it was a really good game, but it all came down to it wouldn't have been quite as good if I hadn't been able to pick off Bakara at the end of round two or at the start of round three. So and I um, I, I ran the like the Night Sisters and. It, it was pretty weak um, building up until I got, you know, I got pretty strong at the end, um, and I played uh, overly in, like, the final, I guess. I, well, I don't know what's exactly the final, but um, uh, I don't know, it's, isn't it, is it Micah or? Um, yeah, Micah. Yeah, um, and uh, he was playing, like, a Vader. Um, what else did he have in there? Um Oh, like Emperor, I think. Um, uh, of course, I had Revan, so they kind of canceled each other out. Um, it's like I brought in Revan and uh, I brought in um, Savage Oppress at the end with uh, somebody else. Um, but um, it was uh, it was kind of a grind of a game because um, like he he grabbed. Uh, he did like a force pull or something, and uh, well, he won map, so he was on like uh, was it that the headquarters type thing, the one's got like the t the t bone in the middle, and uh, he yep. he force pulled he force pulled a, a massage around to the the other side, so he basically got her where she was isolated, and his whole squad could try to beat on her. Uh, but I was like making all of my like all of my parry saves, and so it was like really tying, kind of tying him up there, while he was trying to take her out. Um, and I was trying to you know get up into the gambit room and line up some shots and stuff. And uh, I finally got he was he was actually, I mean he was uh, playing really well, um, and. He won a crucial initiative that allowed him to. Oh, he had the. Um, uh, he had some. What was the big piece that the large, the large piece he was playing? It was like a. Was it a sentinel or something like a? Um, he, yeah, it was. Uh, it was supposed to be a. Masonatide. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he he ran her like all the way down and like kind of blocked me off i was i was working on getting my uh like savage i wanted i was trying to get savage right into the center of all of his characters um so i could you know kind of blow him up and do a bunch of damage to as many of his characters as possible but he kept kind of blocking me off and uh, ruining all my plans and uh eventually i did I did manage to get in there and and, and explode on him, uh, killed a lot of stuff, and um, it was uh, a lot of back and forth. But he ended up um, when the time ended, he ended up with more points than I did. Um, so it was it was a pretty high scoring game though for both sides. Uh, but he ended up uh, the winner, and and I believe he won the entire thing, right? Um, he was the 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 winner for the escalation tournament. Yeah, that might have been it. I I, I was thinking it was yeah. Vader that that won it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was it was yeah because it was the second night that one of the Wisconsin players uh, uh, took the 
took the tournament, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, and then so they were feeling pretty confident at that point, um, kind of, you know, kind of getting a little boastful. They were feeling good because they were, you know, doing so well, and, and rightfully so. Of course, you know, I was thinking – uh, this isn't, these aren't the championships games, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you know, we didn't exactly maybe show up with, you know, to the escalation tournament, you know, like out for blood, like you would like for the championships or something. So, uh, but yeah, that, that pretty much was the escalation. I, I will say before we wrap things up, I, I, I think I agree with Tim. I, I can't believe I'm saying it, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it, it little, was a little longer for the, uh, the final uh, round. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like, I think okay. it was, yeah, that I, I will agree with, I'm going to have to give it to Tim. I, I think he's got a valid point about it. So, um, but other than that, yeah, well, it, was, uh, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. We'll take that into consideration for future uh, years, and obviously, um, any other feedback uh, for any of the events is uh, going to be obviously appreciated because uh, we'll be running uh, events next year as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure there's some things like could be done to like, you know change you know change up the time limit a little bit or um you know um i don't know just for each maybe each round could be a little different perhaps um uh so yeah but yeah it's it is it is fun it was kind of fun to build for though yeah Yeah, I had a I had a blast. Well, I had a blast building my squad for it. Um, I'm a little sad I didn't get to play, but I'm glad that Narcon got to play. And uh, if I recall, he was running Dread Masters, right, in the Escalation tournament. Yes, yes, he was. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But uh, yeah, that was that was Friday. Um, so was it Micah then that won the tournament? You said. Yeah, uh, the escalation, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Sounds right. Yep. Over, over. He's overlay on the boards. Or overlay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Micah. Uh, so are we ready to talk about the uh, event? Yeah. So, who wants to go first? Or should I go first? Oh, let's see. Uh, no. Um. Well, I guess I guess the three of us can go, and then we can save the, save the best for last. I guess. Um. Hey. I. I wanted to play. I, I wanted to play. I don't know why. I just I decided a long time ago I wanted to play my Black Sun Squad, um, Gen Con. It really didn't have much of anything to do with like, you know, meta or um, 
you know, what's good. I just, I, I've been building and kind of working on and playing Black Sun for a while now. And I, you know, the Zit and Maj came out and, and I, I really wanted to play them. And I was, you know, I've been thinking about it for a while now. Um, so I did main board uh, size noodles uh, so that my, I, my disruptive or, you know, my C's wouldn't be shut off. And it was really not like, because I was, you know, worried about anybody's squad in particular. It's just mainly because um, their Black Sun Vigo squad, um, they're all they're all commanders, so they normally do not benefit from each other's like commander effects, and because some of them are for like followers only, um, and and zero commander commander effect is what makes them all like i guess willing to serve so if you basically if you lose zero's commander effect uh you're you're pretty much your entire squad kind of shuts down in some ways so um and it and it gets confusing like what who gets this who gets that you know it just becomes a big mess and i don't want to have to think so uh you know I just want to keep that willing to serve going so I just know everybody gets everything, you know, that's easy to remember. So, so, uh, that was my main like reason for like running that. Um, and of course, uh, <laughs> my, the first, uh, match, um, I get paired up to play Randy who basically we've been playing each other like, constantly non-stop like um in play for play testing and then also for like you know we've played games like preparing for tournaments and such so we're i mean you know i mean we're good buddies but you know it, after you play the same person over and over and over and over again it's kind of like okay you know i'm ready to like fight somebody else you know and 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 we get paired up and just so happens he's running uh like uh another like super stealth squad <clears throat> with uh those storm commandos and um i think we had the same maps i don't even remember who who did what on what map but um there was uh you know it was kind of a one of those things where it's like well i mean th there's so many like lanes like different lines and um you're going to eventually get stuck out in the open and um you know you're probably going to get shot at and you're going to have and and the game is going to go slow so you're really going to need to play fast so we just kind of booked it to the middle i mean both of us like we're just you know just flying um game is basically over in 20 minutes um so I mean, we, you know, I mean, as far as like who was going to win, we, I mean, I think I was like pretty sure confident, like Randy was winning. Uh, I was just a matter of like, do I want to keep playing to try to eke a point out of this, you know? So we, we continued playing. Um, I mean, I, I don't have much more to say about it. Randy can, if you want, wants to, but, 
you know, we, we finished up early and we, and I had some time to kind of walk around and, you know, uh, <clears throat> hang out for a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the, the dice and, and everything kind of leaned Randy's way. And I, I don't know if I, I'm sure there's maybe something I could have done differently, but I, I don't, I don't remember anything like any major glaring error in my play. Um, but then uh let's see oh uh yeah i got matched up against laura um i can let her talk about that game uh more but uh i i was able to pull out the win uh against laura to get a three uh then i played um narcon steven was running like a uh it was another stealth situation uh so i'm like going up against another stealth squad um and uh i was like just i don't know the the luck seemed to kind of be going my way um and uh kind of a continuation against from my game from laura because i had, the dice just were like rolling hot and i was like getting everything i needed um so i i was able to win get another three um against narcon uh then i played tim and <laughs> tim's playing cloaked night sisters so it's like super stealth black sun going up against cloaked night sisters uh again on mushroom planet you know and i absolutely hate the map i picked it because it's like really the best squad firm or map for my squad but i absolutely hate that map it's in, even more so in person um and uh and it was like really tough match. Um, basically, you know, like again, we kind of run up towards the middle. Uh, Tim uh, blocks up a door with a couple of Kamasi nobles, and he's got all of his uh, night sisters back there, or kind of like around uh, behind the Kamasis. Uh, and Tim, I'm like trying to find a shot. Like I'm trying to line up a shot, and Tim's like, "I'll save you time. There's no shot." He's like, I've done the math. I've done the math on the map. There is no place on the map where you can get a line on just a diplomat. I'm like, okay, thanks, Tim. So I, I just run a guy up there, kind of right outside the the lane, um, just outside the view of the, you know, like right up into Gambit, um, outside the view of, the, of kind of the other Night Sisters. So Tim uh, moves, uh, brings the Knight Brother up um, over, kind of like leapfrogs the Kamasis, and he shoots and he kills the whatever. Oh, I think it was a clat. I had to use like a clat, Black Sun Thug. Um, so now his now his archers there, um, like standing in front of the Kamasis. So I kind of move my guys around a little bit and kind of position them. And then um, Tim's, Tim wins initiative, and Tim, I guess, decides, you know, um, where was it? Yeah, maybe I have the timing of that off. But anyways, um, I, I was able to, um, I, I was able to use, I was like, well, these, these failing spies have black sun, so they, and they're playing with Shizor, so they have grenades. So I'm going to grenade, I'm just going to grenade, you know, launch some grenades at your, 
your archer, of course, they blew up, and the Kamasis then also blew up. And now all of a sudden, his shield wall is gone, and and and, and it was, and and the and the shooting kind of the shooting started, and we were just like back and forth shooting. Uh, you know, really close game, um, pretty high scoring, but Tim Tim uh, was able to edge me out, so. Uh, yeah, and it was it was pretty fun, but you know, unfortunately, I think that left me um, with seven points, and um, and put me in seventh place, which was like yeah, kind of in the middle. Point. So, um, you know, I was I was pretty happy with that. I you know, I wish I could have done a little better. Um, I wish I wouldn't know. I could have played like something other than just other like you know cloaked or super stealth squads, but you know that's just that was the luck of the draw, you know, in the matches. So you know that's that's what I ended up getting. <laughs> um, I don't know, Laura. You want to talk about your games or? Um. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough weekend, um, all around, physically, mentally. Um, I had a hard Gen Con, and I don't really remember most of my games. I finished eighth, just behind Brian. I also had seven points, I think. Um, yes. And the results was, thing says you have seven points. I was okay with that. Um, yeah, things did not go my way. That is all. Well, you got you did get a win or something, or a couple wins out of that, right? I mean, okay, I did. Yeah, it looks like yeah. two and two with seven points. Just like you, Brian. Just like you. Right on. Uh, Randy, you want to say anything oh, about your uh, matches? Uh, so my match against Brian, I had a uh, RA7 Death Star Protocol droid. And uh, with my approach, I was able to, to get the protocol droid right up outside the gambit room. So um, I was able to, as he ran in some guys to get to try and get some gambit, and when he did, he was running into my it's a trap. So I was able to uh, pick a couple of them off without getting too close. And um, after that point, it was like it was like somebody pulled the plug in the middle of the of the map as all of our guys just rushed into the. <laughs> the gambit zone and started firing. So, um, yeah, it was probably my my quickest match of the day. Um, and I think Brian only missed gambit by like ten points. Yeah, yeah. Um, second, I played Barry, and. Uh, we were on Mushroom Planet again, which was my map. And he had Tulak Horde and um, Zana and Bane. 
and uh, a combination of being rusty, not having played any of the pieces uh, that he had before. Um, all of that kind of played into it, along with <laughs> Jarkai doesn't do you a whole lot of good when you run in and you miss your opening hit and then either can't re-roll because of Pelion or miss the re-roll. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, up against the up against the Storm Commandos, he needed a 7 to hit. And against the elites, he needed a a nine, and uh, that would come back to haunt me later, because um, I played Jason next, <laughs> and uh, every time, like eight uh, eight of aids in a row on Din Jarden, he should have been dead so much. <laughs> he should have been dead like a round before he was. It just every time I landed significant damage, he just shrugged it off. Um, yeah, I was I was scared about the whistling birds, but I maybe should have not been quite as scared and gotten weir up there and tried to get you with some uh, with some doctrine or fear action or something. So. And then after that, my last chance to get in was against Micah. Uh, Micah was another Tulak squad, Tulak and Cognus. And, you know, it wasn't Tulak. It was Cognus. I, I do not like Cognus. Uh, Cognus is a big NPE for me. And uh, I, w I went for an entire round where my highest roll was, I think, a five. And I only needed like eights to hit. And I must have rolled the dice three dozen times that that round and missed everyone. Not didn't land a single bit of damage on anything. So um he was able I mean I made a good I made a good show of it. Um I had fifty points in Gambit. And all he had left was Tulak and the agent. And but when he killed Weir, all I had left was Sarkley, and he had he had me covered in Gambit that round with with that. So okay. Um. So that put him in and me out. That was the that was the deciding game. Yep. I guess I should talk about my games at this point. Um, first, I'll talk a little bit about the squad I chose. I chose to play um, Dinjarin, Manchos, and, and Talon Card with Mira. Um, it's a squad Laura built a long time ago, uh, right after those pieces kind of came out. Uh, I, I want to say, you know, it was quite a bit before anybody else publicly built that squad, but it's a very, you know, squad that you're going to put those pieces together. You're going to put Dinjarin and Matras and, and Talon Card together. You might, instead of Mira, use Morgan Ford or um, Dash or, you know, a different support piece. But um, I had just played the squad in the 
uh, versatility gauntlet, but also um, I know from past experience at, at Gen Cons, especially when the championship is kind of later in the weekend, that uh, first of all, nobody gets an, an, enough sleep uh, during any of the things. So I wanted to make sure that I ran a squad that was um, not super duper complex, although obviously there's lots of decisions to make, which got to move with talent and, and stuff like that. Um, but also um, knowing that I was going to be one of the the people, you know, answering rules questions and kind of judging, I also wanted to make sure it wasn't a squad that had a, a ton of moving parts where it's like, oh, um, I'm setting up this move where I need to move this guy here, that guy there, this guy over here, and then finally I get to do my cool thing. Um, and then, oh, somebody asked me a rules question, and then I come back, forget that I didn't, you know, do step two and start doing step three and four, and then realize, crap, it doesn't work. <laughs> um, plus, like, Talon Card is one of my favorite EU characters. Um, plus, obviously, his mini's quite good. Um, so that's kind of how I came up with that squad. Like I said, you know, Laura built it a long time ago. I won with it then. Um, played it in the versatility gauntlet and, and won with it and decided I was going to go with it. Um, so it's got a little bit of everything. It's got some decent movement breaker. Plus, the other important thing is, I thought, is that Dinjarin and Montrust both do kind of 30 damage or, well, 60 damage on their own um, without Talon Card. Obviously, Din with the 30 base twin and and Montrose with the Greater Mobile Double Assassin. Um, they're doing 80 damage with Talon Card. Um, but that way, if if your opponent, you know, knocks out Talon Card, you know, your guys are not are still doing a decent amount of damage with a decently high attack rating. Um, Din Djarin gets the Bounty Hunter plus six, and, and Montrose has the Assassin. Um, so I like the versatility that you're never kind of, you know, even if you lose Talon, you know you're you're fine, and if you don't lose talent, you know you're you're really good. I think I was attacking you know like twenty twos for some of the a majority of the the games. Um, but first round I played against um, uh, Overlay uh, Micah. Uh, he was playing a two lot chord squad. Um, the same one that uh, Randy was just talking about with uh, Cognis. Um, he started two-lot court out front. Um, and I want to say it was like round two. Uh, like round one, I did a, got a little bit of damage through. But then round two, um, I think it was round two towards the end of the round, I was able to, to bring Talon up and kind of... Uh, get him within the Yisla Miri bubble, get two lockers in the Yisla Miri bubble. And then um, I didn't really care if he made the service style mastery saves, because I just figured the dice would eventually, um, you know, even out. But more importantly, when I did hit him, um, he couldn't teleport away or, or teleport towards me or, you know, do any of that stuff. Um, and he had some kind of like a, yeah, so I dropped two lock pretty quick, uh, and then he allowed he, he gave me an opportunity to to cable grab back and kill the agent, 
um, which of course I took. Um, you know, it's pretty pretty nifty that the agent has 80 hit points and and Dinjarin can do 80 damage on a on a cable grab with Talon. And kind of once I dropped the the agent from there, it was kind of uh, thought I kind of had it in the bag. Although there was a couple turns where I was super worried because he had uh, the Emperor and he had Dominate. Um, and he could dominate or potentially dominate my uh, my Dinjarin. Luckily, uh, I made the saves, all the different dominate saves, so I didn't have to deal with Dinjarin, you know, doing 60 damage to, to my own guys or, or doing a Whistling Birds or a Flamethrower or anything like that. Uh, so I got a little bit lucky there, I think. Uh, then round two. Um, I got to play against him, and uh, this was uh, very much a, a dice-dependent uh, game. I want to say, I think it was at the end of round one, that he uh, kind of went all in, and he ran his night sister up so he could get a line on talent card, and basically what he needed to happen was... Um, you know, move the night sister up, hit the uh, the cannon shot, and do uh, do the damage to Talon, and then win a knit, and then you know finish Talon off. Um, and if he does all that, um, you know he kills Talon, and now all of a sudden he can you know use his lightning, his CEs will, will take effect. Um, you know, just lots of stuff. Uh, so he went all in, moved the, the Night Sister up, got the free attack, and his rolls were 4-4-1. Four, four, um, so he only hit one of the attacks, um, not both parts of the twin, because the first part, um, you get plus four from Mama T, so, you know, and he only needed, I think, fives or sixes. I'd have to do the math to, to see what it was, but... Um, and then, of course, he won the uh, knit the following round, and um, his rolls were just as horrible. Uh, I think he missed, uh, even with a re-roll, I think he uh, only hit one of the, the twins. Uh, so Talon Card was alive. And then after that, uh, I made sure to kill the Night Sister Hunter. Um, and then pretty much after that, I was kind of in control of the game. I could stay, you know, in the, the Yisla Miri bubble so he couldn't lightning me. Uh, he wasn't getting his CEs, uh, uh, cloaked. Um, and I just kind of systematically or, you know, kind of worked through his various guys. I did cable grab back to hit the Night Sister Mother um, and kill her. Um, he did eventually kill Talon Card, uh, but by then it was way too late. Um, and eventually he just ran out of force. I had uh, Din Djarin back in his backfield, uh, you know, shooting guys and whistling birds and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, it was just basically uh, some attack rolls that should have hit. Most certainly, you know, needing fives, you're going to expect to hit, the, you know, hit both of those because you got a force point reroll. 
And then, you know, he won the init just like he uh, needed to. And again, you know, rolled super poorly. Uh, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was another three-point win for me. He did manage to, to kill enough stuff to get a point. It was pretty close right at the end. But he made it to, I think, 106 or 110 or something like that. Uh, round three, um, in, in round two, Randy was sitting right next to Tim and then moved over to, to play me. And I think Tim's dice rolled, uh, uh, you know, rubbed off on Randy. Not only did he, I make, and I, I believe he's correct, it was probably, uh, you know, quite a few, uh, you know, I think eight is probably the right number of evades in a row. Uh, but he was also rolling quite a few misses, uh, you know, just missing by one or two. Uh, so definitely feel like uh, I eked that one out. Um, and I will say Randy did, he had Pelion, he did take out Nina with, um, and put in another Storm Command. And we talked about it afterwards and, what do we say? What do we decide? Right? That was probably a mistake. Yeah, it was probably a mistake. I probably should have kept with the super stealth. It probably would have served um, me better in the. Because uh, even though I had Mira with uh, four cents, which actually I forgot that I had, um, Brian reminded me well after the tournament the next day, I think. Uh, you know, she only gets to do it three times. Uh, you know, during the course of the match, so it would have been potentially difficult to to be able to utilize that. And I know there were definitely some some times where I was within exactly six of Randy, and you know, it was like, okay, I'm here, and you're six away, and I'm shooting you and, and doing damage to you and, and stuff like that. But you know, talent card hurts Randy's squad as well, taking away the shields and the twin. From uh, Weir, uh, and so uh, a point of reference is those first three games. I won map, and I I played on um, Rebel Fortress. Um, in round four, I played. I was playing against Mike, uh, and he was playing Inquisitors, which was a really cool squad, and. I lost map roll and we played on Mushroom Planet, which I'm very much in agreement with Brian, I think, um, and possibly Randy as it's not my favorite map, but I also didn't know the map very well. Uh, and between not knowing the map as well as I, I probably should, I kind of was tripping over myself, you know, being, uh, oh, I want to spend a force point to go faster, but I'm in the bubble, so I can't. Um, Plus, Mike had some pretty good moves with Reva and her acrobatic. Um, he took ambush with all of his guys, so um, was able to move. And even though I was taken away, sometimes the the extra attack from Tarkin, he was still able to you know move in and and hit me twice. Most of his uh, Inquisitors, I believe, had double. He got a pretty decent like spinning blades attack off. Um, I was able to kill enough knights or enough uh, enough guys enough of the inquisitors to get to a hundred. 
So I finished three and one with uh, 10 points. And that had me in second place going into the top four. Uh, Mike was in first place. I was in second. And the the two uh, two of the Wisconsin guys, Drew and Micah, were in third and fourth. Uh, so I got to play uh, Drew in the top four. We took a little uh, maybe half-hour break, came back, and uh, played the top four. Uh, and this is where uh, this is where things get kind of crazy. Uh, I won map roll, of course, and I was uh, on Rebel Fortress. And obviously, every one of my opponents took the good side, leaving me with the kind of bad side. Um, so I'm, you know, moving my guys up the board, and I looked at his uh, squad. He was playing, uh, I believe, it's Vaklu. Um, and giving out stifling attack. Uh, and so a little bit different squad. He was playing Tulak and Bane and Vaklu were kind of his main uh, main guys. And he started Bane out by the uh, by the Nexus instead of Tulak. Um, but the important part of this game was. Uh, <laughs> He had identical forces Vaklu up um, and kind of towards the end of the first round, um, moved Vaklu around the corner you know, into the gambit room, um, had a line of sight on Montross, and rolls a crit. And my first reaction was, dude, that guy has melee. Why is he shooting? I'd already looked at his card multiple times, and yep, I just can't read because he does, in fact, not have melee attack. He is the shooter. So, okay, I'll roll my uh, save, make my uh, save, take 40 damage. So now my Montrose is down to, uh, you know, 70 hit points. And, of course, Vaklu has greater mobile. So he rolls again for his second attack and rolls crit number two. Uh, probably the best opening you can uh, hope for. He starts out with a double crit. And uh, I take 40 more, leaving my Montross uh, very near death with only 30 hit points remaining. Um, at this point, I'm kind of like, well, kind of screwed here. Uh, you know, you basically almost killed my guy and I haven't even done anything yet. Um, I was able to uh, uh, cable grab in and, and take out Vaklu. Um, and then after the init, um, I moved uh, Montrose to safety. And then uh, as Drew put it after the game, he said, man, it was like uh, you turned on a light switch and you played flawlessly for the rest of the game. Uh, everything was seven squares away. I couldn't spend force because uh, of the Yeslamiri when I needed to go seven. And, you know, you had guys in the way, uh, not here that, you know, I got to go around so I can't get there. Um, and I was able to come back and defeat him. Uh, and there was really one key play I thought um, I had killed Bane. I ended up killing Bane. And he jumped in with uh, Tulak, which, of course, is what you're going to do. It's, you know, how you build your squad. And then um, he had. Uh, then he uh, later on he moved in 
in base talon and did 40 damage to him. And then on my turn, I, I gave up the AOO and I'm like, well, if he rolls a crit, I'm pretty much screwed because, you know, Talon will die. But if not, I can keep Talon basically six away. Um, so Tulak can't use his force points. Um, and then, which he didn't roll the crit. So I kept uh, Talon just basically six away and kept a wall of, of guys in front of him. Uh, Mira, Ugnaz, R7, you know, everybody kind of took a turn being in the way. And uh, I want to say it was like right after that, the Dinjarn jumped back and, and took out the Imperial agent. And then after that, it was just, you know, whittling down on lock cord i think i ended the game with uh either a flamethrower or a uh, uh whistling birds uh, but yeah it was uh pretty pretty crazy um that he opened with a double crit and, and somehow i just between dice and a little bit of luck and you know some positioning was able to work my way around and out of that um, definitely seemed like uh, he was impressed, and I know I was impressed. I was like, wow, didn't think I was going to win that one. Um, so I won that game, kind of looked over. Mike and uh, Micah were still playing, so kind of took a breather for a second. And, you know, a few a little bit later, uh, it was determined that Mike had defeated Micah. So I got to play Mike again in the finals. Uh, and this time I won map roll, so we were on my map, which was Rebel Fortress. Uh, and key difference in this game was I was able to get a very early shot on Reva, and I did, and I did like 80 damage to her. So he kind of had to run her away because um, that's kind of was his main. Um, especially in the first game, you know, using acrobatics to get past people and, and do damage where he needed to. Uh, but yeah, from there, it was just kind of, you know, picking guys to work on and kind of shooting at whatever he presented and eventually whittled through, uh, whittled through his squad. And that's kind of how I won, uh, won Gen Con. And I will say uh, that Rebel Fortress, uh, when I won map, I, I won the game. And when I did not win map, I lost the game. So Rebel Fortress might also need to take uh, take a break. <laughs> Is that the one with the T, the I, the T, the cross in the middle? Or, the Rebel no, Fortress is the one that's on the... It's been, green it's been around for a, it's like the greenish colored one or the grayish greenish one. It's been around for quite a while. Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one we took off the, the map, bef the, the list before, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's been on and off. Yeah. It's been, it was off. I think it was just added back on. It was off for a, a while, a yeah. year, I think, or however long. Uh, it's got um, like it's the little one of those room in the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's one of those maps that's, that's 
a good map, but at the same time, like, um, can definitely, you know, take turns sitting out. Uh, there's not, you know, once you get in the middle of the map, there's a, quite a bit of cover, but kind of in the hallways and stuff like that, there's not really a lot of cover, so it doesn't really provide, uh, you know, stealth or cloaked or super stealth, kind of really any hiding spots or very few hiding spots. Yeah. Uh, it was, um, I thought a great overall showing of 11 players. Um, it seemed like everybody had a, a good time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and you know, um, you know, and and people were saying like, you know, well, you're only going to have eight players, and you know, so it's not as going to be as big of a competition or whatever. But uh, you know. We, we did get to have the extra space and having the 11 players, I think kind of, kind of puts it into more of a, you know, you know, a little more of a competitive scene where, you know, you have, you had, um, you know, two of the, two of the two lock squads, you know, that like people have talking about do really well, um, make it into the final tables and stuff. Um, uh, you know, we had um, a good, a pretty good variety of squads. I mean, I think there are a few factions that didn't get see played. Uh, um, Tim was actually very close, uh, very, very close in his uh, predictions. However, I will say that I, I did predict the winner um, <laughs> last week. <laughs> um, uh, I would say, like, Din Jordan... Um, you know, like a talent and Jordan squad, I thought would uh, do really, really well. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> and, and of course, Jace, I thought maybe that was why you played it. Um. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I had it built long before. Um, Cause first of oh, all, yeah. it's only eight minis and not too hard to, and I'd already played it. And uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of funny against Tim. Um, Din Jarden has, you know, event manipulation or environmental manipulation, and I, I considered using that for um, for lightning, um, and then that would basically stop all the Night Sister Sith witches. Uh, but I chose not to, um, partly because it costs all your force points, and you never know when you might need a, you know, a counter push or you never know when you might want, you know, need a re-roll. You, you pop out and you roll a one and you really need to re-roll or, you know, you really need to go eight squares. Uh, so it's kind of like, well, I'm going to, you know, I could always do it later if I decided I wanted to, you know, if I didn't hadn't used any force yet. And I don't know if I, if I played the squad again. I don't know. Maybe I would uh, choose to go with the event or uh, environmental manipulation. Uh, and I also think it it's kind of like, cool. Like, oh, go ahead. It sounds like Dinjar needs a force battery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I also think it's really cool. Like. Um, 
And I don't think, I mean, when I, when I look at it, I don't think that that Talon and Din Djarin is, is you know, anti-Tulak Horde. I didn't build it saying, oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, shut down Tulak Horde. And I certainly don't think that uh, the Inquisitors are, are anti-Tulak Horde. I mean, maybe other people have different opinions or disagree, but... Yeah, I'm not sure what other people think about that, but, you know, so I know people were kind of, you know, leading up to Gen Con, you, you saw people posting some squads, oh, well, you know, can this be Tulak, or here's my anti-Tulak squad, or, you know, here's my Venzalo squad, because he's got stifling attack, or, you know, here's my whatever this squad. Uh. <laughs> I did, I did find it um, funny when uh, one of the one of the Wisconsin players uh, said, how do I contact the balance committee to talk about Tulak Horde? And I said, well, we'll, you know, we'll be posting a thread. Uh, at some point, you'll be able to, you know, mention it. And he said, good, because I want to tell him that he needs to cost, he needs to cost less. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, I'm not sure about that, but, you know. So it was, that was kind of that was kind of funny. That was like in the middle of the tournament, and they were like, they're like he needs to he needs to be cheaper." I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not sure that." But um, um, yeah, I think that you know it's like um, there's uh, you know, it's difficult enough to kind of build build around, and um, and and Sith have always had really good some really uh good competitive pieces. Uh, they just uh, haven't always had the like the commanders or like certain like you know like the Kelborn or the you know whatever it is that you know you or the Vader Lothal type piece where you uh, that yeah you know kind of you know and I I think Tulak's doing that I'm not saying that he's not an MPE or that you know there's there's no problem you know th that might exist I'm just you know saying that um i don't know um i think is good enough to win a, a big tournament um if played by really good players and obviously um overly and um was it drew um or yeah drew. Were, you know, yeah really really good um players they'd um prepared and uh you know so yeah, excellent showing for them, and uh, really proud of Mike for taking in second place. Um, it was a really good um, showing for him. He's been knocking on the door for a while now, um, playing wacky, weird squads, and you know, um, so and you know, he's he's a really exceptional player. So it's awesome to see him uh, get into that can second you, uh, place spot. Can you can you unmute Laura again? She uh, called. Oh back yeah. In. Oh sure, sure. Um, and then um, I was off the page. Um, and then of course, well, okay, that was muting Jason. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but you know, I think it's been kind of long overdue for Jason. Jason's been, uh, you know, he's just like one of the best. He is you know one of the best players we have in the game right now he's just you know spectacular um player often like 
handicaps himself at tournaments so he can ch have a challenge uh he like you know plays old squads you know he'll show up with the wizards of the coast squad and like beat all of us um you know uh he's uh you know but he's never but he's always he's always like ended up like maybe second place at, at the big tournament uh which has been i i mean funny for some of us um maybe not funny for jason oh, it's been funny for me too you've had you've had several like second place finishes or, or third place finishes i believe um I, I i know uh there was one against trevor there is no try um and then and then of course i rem and i remember the one uh versus tim uh, yep not too long ago um so and then Gandalf at Worlds last year. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, long overdue and well deserved and and well played. Like you said, uh, you know, you you were only in second um, after Swiss. Uh, you uh, you got like double critted. Um, nearly got you know, basically had Montross on his last legs. Uh, then, you know, battled back from that and, and still, you know, you were able to win. Um, and I watched the final game and, and, uh, and Mike wasn't making it easy for you. I mean, so, and you, uh, you, you, you had really good play against him. Um, yeah, I think you, you had the he had the dice just didn't do it for him and he you know he just kind of outplayed him so um uh yeah excellent job um and and congratulations to you um for, for thank that. you yeah now we're gonna see a hundred point r2d2 right or a hundred huh, hit right, point exactly. r2d2 or <laughs> that'll be great <laughs> Epic, uh, epic R two, epic R two D two. Wow, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I don't, I mean, overall, I think the quality of play was great. I think everybody was, uh, you know, playing very well throughout the most of the day, and uh, we all had a lot of fun. At least I think it looks like everybody was having fun. Yeah. And I will uh, give a shout out um, at this point to, to Laura, who is running the pairing software uh, most of the weekend. Um, so keeping uh, all of us in line and progressing forward and telling us, you know, who to play and Yeah, where to go did really well and usually like usually there's like a snafu like one or two like you know like oh we got to repair or this has gone wrong or you know and i and i didn't we really didn't have any of that this year so that was great um yeah laura really did a fantastic job um of uh, uh running that <laughs> And then real quick, um, I want to, we'll talk about the sealed event on Sunday. And then I know Laura has an announcement on Basilcon. Oh, nice. Um, the only thing I'll say about the sealed is all the minis were super awesome. Everybody seemed to like them. 
and I went four and zero and won that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Dio was was really great with his taunt, um, but my squad was basically Han and Dooku and uh, Dio and a couple scrubs. Oh, I had the Mando Super Commando. Um, I had a, a really tight game against Tim where the dice were just uh, not in his favor. Um, he missed a couple key attacks by like one. Um, I made a couple of extra evades with Han and Tim had made some lightsaber deflects with Dooku and that was kind of... And don't forget you were on your don't forget you were on your map. Hey, hey, we're not talking about that. That, that was no my map. We uh, <laughs> seated people for the sealed. Um, we just set the maps out kind of in order, and uh, we would uh, just pair people right off the thing. Hey, you two guys are here. You two guys are here. You two are here. Um, but yes, I was on Rebel Fortress, I believe, twice during the the tournament. Which I'm very familiar with Rebel Fortress and how to count from the, the bad side of the map. And I, I will say I felt bad for Michael, who um, this was his second year playing with us. Um, I don't remember where he's from, but I know he plays with his son. Um, but in the field, he was, we, were, we played in the last round. And um, his rules made your rules look amazing, Randy. Um, <laughs> Yeah. I, I popped Whatever. around the corner and I popped around the corner and shot his uh use of Jedi Master and even though he only needed a seven on the deflect, uh he failed his save and then it died. And then later on, um he had the elite Sith Acolyte that has reckless attacks where it can, you know, move and then make all of its attacks, but for each missed attack it takes damage. Um, I don't remember what roles he needed, but they, I think he needed like fives or sixes and he missed all of his attacks. So he took 60 damage and basically burned himself to a crisp. Um, cause I'd already hit him earlier. He's like, I'm going to run around the corner and whack, whack, whack. And I'm going to miss all three and take 60 and I'm dead. <laughs> um, so I, I, I feel bad that I kind of, you know, just kind of, blew him out of the water, um, but it was really just that his dice rolls were were horrible. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and, you know, some props to Mike for um, organizing the, the field and getting everything painted and getting everything out to people and back to people. And then, you know, we put everything together. He had all the boosters kind of set up for us. So, was it you, what, you me, uh, Randy, and or and and Narcon put them together on like Friday night, I think. Thursday night, Wednesday night. Uh, one of those nights. Uh, it wasn't Wednesday. I know that. <laughs> um, it's, I want to say no. it was Thursday. We would not have crossed Jason with minis on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I was uh, feeling very happy on Wednesday evening. But yeah, shout out to anybody that helped paint, paint minis, uh, to Mike for kind of organizing everything. Um, 
And I know just talking to people and even from my own experience, it just gets better every year. The, the paint jobs, the customs, the, you know, the work that goes into it. I obviously did it for a long time and I you know Mike's done it the last couple of years and, you know, keeps getting better. And now I believe Laura has an announcement about Vasilcon. I cool. do. Um, so Vasilcon dates had previously been announced on Blue Milk. They are going to be September 7th to the 10th. So basically a month from today. Um, and as of about two hours ago, there is a, an event schedule posted on Blue Milk. So that you, so people should go and check that out. Um, I should note a couple of things. Um, after the last couple of years, we've realized that it's just too much for us to do on our own. So there are, there's basically like one event each day that I have marked as organizer needed, which means we need a volunteer from the community to step up and organize that event. Um, and usually it's going to be something very simple. Um, just taking the taking the squad, taking the registrations, running the parent software if that's needed. Um, so nothing excessive, but just to take some of it off our plates. Um, and the second thing is to be consistent with with the policy at Gen Con. Conquest and, Rebe and Rebellion, which is the main set of Visa 25, will not be legal for the championship and for most of the events. There will be two or three events that it's legal for, and those are clearly marked in the event descriptions on Bluebook. So it's not legal for the championships. It's not legal for some of the other events. It is legal for a few. Um, I don't want to take the time to run down all of the events. We're still in Gen Con celebration mode, but um, we can definitely talk about that more next week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the the pieces that the 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 set 25 pieces are uh, on Blue Milk, but they are not in Vassal, and I don't think that they'll be put into Vassal until after VassalCon. Um, unless Trevor's already done it, which I mean, I don't know. He might be working I'm on it, but I don't sure, think he I'm pretty sure it's done. Like he is he has a new update. Uh, yeah, oh. he, he announced that he had a he had a new mod out there. Okay. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I was gonna say if somebody accidentally built their squad with the set twenty five piece, they would not be able to uh you know they wouldn't be able to, you know, build it in Vassal, but I guess that may not be the case. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, hopefully everybody, uh, you know, is able to uh, figure out which ones are set 25 and which ones are not and just build their squads accordingly. I have a simple mnemonic. Mm -hmm. If the set says car, you've gone too far. <laughs> there you go. 
Yep, yep. That's a good one. Uh, and in theory, if you are, uh, again, we'll talk about this more. We'll go over all the events next week for sure. Um, but I think um, if you want to start submitting squads, um, you can. You decide what you want to play right away and are, are happy with it, send it in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the events are marked as run by me and some by Jason, so check that before you submit and have fun. Awesome. And I won't. I will promise not to open the emails until I have submitted my own squads, and I assume Jason will do the same. Of course, of course. I didn't hear you wink there, did I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no winking here. I don't need. Uh, I don't need any shenanigans to win. As Brian said, I I, I kind of do it my own way and uh, roll the dice from there. <laughs> yep. And we, and I'm sure, like we, like next week, you can start talking a little bit about, like, what the, you know, what the ramifications from the Gen Con tournament are, like, what, you know, what, and then kind of work our way towards uh, the next month or uh, towards Vassal, uh, what we expect to be played, and yeah, and uh, and we'll be, you know, hundred percent accurate, and um, everything will be mm -hmm. spot on. Just like always. Um, I mean, so. if, if anything, uh, you know, usually the, the top two squads at Gen Con everybody complains about, or the top two VassalCon squads everybody complains about, and we uh, ban all those pieces. So that means that, you know, <laughs> um, the Inquisitors have right. to go, and, uh, you know, Dinjarn, uh, or maybe Mira has to go. Yeah, um, yeah. Some yep. new, new people in there. All right. Well, the. Um, the the nice thing the nice thing about VassalCon, uh, I think it kind of uh, kind of takes some of the limelight away from GenCon because it used to be the GenCon champion that always got took all the heat, um, and uh, like you know like I don't remember anybody talking about Triumvirate from GenCon the GenCon winner last year like you know. Um, so, no, no, we were all too busy talking about uh, Jabba and. Tarples and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. Dollar. <laughs> Dollar, yeah, Dollar. Dollar. Mm -hmm. Time, but, uh, time for Dollar. Yeah. Time for Dollar to come back. <laughs> uh, and also, uh, while we were at Gen Con, we did uh, run or host some uh, pod racing. Um, and we also had uh, hosted a um, couple of uh, Battles of Scarifs. Um, had wonderful turnout. Um, we we will be back again next year at Gen Con, hopefully bigger, and hopefully hopefully we'll be back to kind of what we used to do. Maybe not full on, or maybe not quite as much as we used to do, but. Um, Hopefully we'll run enough stuff. Uh, I know in past years we had like our own little area, you know, half a dozen tables that we could kind of set up on. And, and you know, you knew that if you wanted a Star Wars game, that was where they were going to be, 
you know, throughout the weekend, you, you could pop in and check out, you know, pod racing or Hoth or whatever might else be going on if you weren't necessarily playing in a game at that point in time. Uh, but I do believe that we will be back kind of, I want to say more in full force. So that will be super awesome. I just hope we still get the turnout and and uh, keep the you know keep it kind of the numbers up so we can have that many. Yeah, I, I I think so. I mean, you know, if we if we look at the players that came this year, um, I, I would expect you know obviously from year to year sometimes it's different. Um, but it sounded like the Wisconsin guys would, would like to come back again next year. Um, obviously, I believe that Laura and I will be back next year. I assume that, you know, Brian, Randy, and Mike, uh, and Tim, and probably Gary will be back next year. So I think most of the people that we had this year will, will also be back next year. So, you know, we might have a kind of kind of core group of, you know, 10, 12 people, give or take, uh, on any given year, somebody who may or may not be able to come. And obviously in past years, we've had, you know, Cadis has been there, Sean and Greg's been there. Uh, Lillian has been there. So you never know who might, uh, Spry might show up. Spry might show up. Um, or maybe a maybe a TJ may come back. TJ might come back. I you know I don't know. I don't know what people's plans are. You know sometimes when you stop doing something like a like a big event like a Gen Con or or some other event, it's hard to get started doing it again. Like I I know um, it's, it's kind of crazy, but I know at least for myself, Laura and I were kind of like well we really want to go and we're not sure. And then we decided kind of, Hey, we're going to do it and we're going to go for it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like, man, totally missed all this stuff. Missed hanging out with everybody. At least I didn't miss, uh, seeing, you know, all the people missed, uh, you know, running games, uh, you know, I ran some pod racing, Laura ran some pod racing, just missed kind of just hanging out with people and seeing how much fun everybody was having. So Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, is Gandalf still on the call? I uh, believe so. Um, yeah, yep, I'm here. I was just curious what your thoughts were on uh, on the meta of Gen Con and the you know top four, top you know whatever squads, and it was kind of what you were expecting, or kind of not at all, or obviously someone that wasn't attending. It's a little uh, kind of just a perspective of someone not attending to, to see what the what you thought. Yeah, I think it's something like what I was expecting. I mean, 
I knew there was going to be some two leg squads. I I wasn't I haven't really looked much at the Inquisitors, so it's kind of surprised to see them already playing at the top tables. But uh, and of course, uh, we've seen the uh, Talon card kind of Mandalorian independent outfit squads before. So yeah, some surprises, but uh, yeah. Cool. And it was surprising to see Jason Jason win, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that's not not surprising at all. <laughs> when uh, when Drew popped around the corner, and like I said, I I would have bet the farm that. Um, you know, Vaclu had melee attack. I literally looked at his card multiple times, so I wanted to make sure I wasn't surprised. I'm not super familiar with him. I haven't played him, uh, played or I haven't played him myself, and I haven't played against him uh, very many times. Uh, and totally taken by a surprise, and then the, the double crit opening was just like, oh my gosh, uh, can I recover from this? You know, I literally. You know, I say waste it, but I kind of had to waste Talon's like free uh, move to to move him to safety at the beginning of the next round, just to make sure that you know nothing crazy happened. <laughs> but Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, the, the next time I go out and, uh, you know, at, at VassalCon, I'll probably go, uh, you know, 0 and 4 and, and finish at the bottom table. Dice will be on uh, Randy's side, maybe. <laughs> Somehow I doubt that state. <laughs> <laughs> Did you forget to renew your Vassal subscription again, Randy? You got a whole month. Come on. Well, yeah, I'm going to have to sell a kidney or something to do it, but. <laughs> It'll be worth it. So maybe I'll be waking up in a bathtub full of ice here soon. <laughs> I hope you not. Can play, hope you not. can play, you can, you can, you can bring a laptop to the bathtub. You can play, you can play from there. <laughs> Well, I don't know, guys. Do we have anything else for tonight? Um, I don't think so. We're, we're all out of previews because uh, we obviously have already had the set release. Yep. And, oh, yeah, thank you, Gandalf, for, for getting that done. It was awesome. No problems. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think... Uh, same Sith time, same Sith channel next week, right? Um, we'll definitely have some more talk about VassalCon. We'll go over kind of all the events. Some of them have uh, some alternate rules or alternate squad building than you would normally uh, consider. We'll talk about those, get everybody kind of uh, up to speed, and then we can start, you know, trying to guess what we think people are going to play. I just need to uh, get Laura to build me uh, like five or six squads for the, the weekend. 
yep. So I can uh, so I can do well with them. Uh, and we are uh, we're less than two weeks away from Ahsoka. Oh, nice. Okay. August twenty third. That's live action, right? Yep. Um, is that Rosario Dawson again? The, the rumor that I heard was that two different people have been cast as Ahsoka, and what it might be kind of sounding like is that Ashley Eccleston may play a young Ahsoka, and Rosario Dawson may play an older Ahsoka. Okay. Aiden Christensen is supposed to show up, and I saw today maybe even Ewan McGregor. Okay, that, that's going to be pretty cool. Now, how many how many episodes is Ahsoka going to be? Do we know? Uh, it's like eight. You get two on the 23rd and then one every Wednesday until the end of September, I think. Okay. And I, I heard they'll all be longer, like forty-five minutes or or longer or something. Like they're not going to be like the twenty-minute episodes or you know something like that. So that'd be good. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, congratulations, uh, Jason, for a championship win. Um, Good, good job. Thank you. And uh, I guess we'll be talking to everybody um, next week. All right. Talk to everybody later. All right, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.